0: School each Sunday night. I'd watch the practice with none of my friends. practice podcast season two episode three the blessing they said it wouldn't last (laughs) they say it wouldn't last how's it going dex i can see you are in your home apartment you are no longer in some random part of america and or the world
1: no more blizzards no more shows for fifth graders i am home and unemployed
0: ah fantastic wait so you were because we were texting uh, on Friday trying to figure out when to record this, and you were in, what, the Minnesota airport during the uh, bomb cyclone?
1: Yes, I was indeed. In fact, it was interesting because we could have gotten out on time. The storm wasn't that bad. But what Minnesota did, which is very bizarre, but I guess smart, is they waited. They weren't plowing the roads throughout the, throughout the storm. They waited for the first like full day to go by. And really? then they plowed the roads. So that first day, it wasn't so bad, but the roads were terrible. So it was an interesting tactic, but regardless, uh, we got deiced while I was in the plane. They shot us off. But we made it here back to New York City, where it is summertime,
0: apparently. It is like full-on spring. All my windows are open. Got the Astorian uh, air, you know, just blowing right off of Con Ed straight into my window. Mm. It's just lovely.
1: Playoff sports are in full effect. We've got the Masters going. It's a it's a great time to be alive and have not much to do.
0: It's amazing that I still have a voice after the Bruins game last night. But, very,
1: very exciting. Uh, I think it's important to note today is April 14th, which means, Keith, we need a little Jimmy... Berlucci for ourselves to embezzle us some money because I feel like oh. we both owe some taxes.
0: Oh taxes! Oh Jimmy, can you please? <laughs> Jimmy, <laughs> can you me? hear me? I need, <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, can you? <laughs> yeah, I need to do an office expansion here in my house.
1: Yeah, I know. I was wondering how many square feet I can really write off of this home
0: office in quotes. <laughs> oh, you know what? We are a profitable podcast. So this technically is a home office and profitable in the sense that we've brought in 87 cents. But as you can clearly tell as a listener, we have spent no money on this.
1: That's not true, Keith. I want to point this out because uh, it's really? riveting information. Oh, when God, I was, go- when I was going on the road, I didn't want to take my this microphone because it's big. And so I purchased a smaller, uh, highly rated USB uh, microphone. I won't name the brand uh, because... I dropped it on the floor on our second recording on the road. Uh, it was about a s- s- four to six inch drop. Very small. Yeah. The damn USB port snapped off. The, the, the input, the, the female end, snapped into oh, the microphone. Anyway, rendered it completely useless. So that's a $65 microphone that I uh, that has been casualtyed to this podcast.
0: So you're not going to talk trash about the specific microphone on those podcast when I named my old high school teacher, who was a dick, by name, <laughs> on the podcast a couple mm. of episodes ago?
1: Yeah, more because I I, I can't remember.
0: Ah, fair enough. Yeah. Well, you know, professionalism through lack of memory. So uh, I guess we're here. Let's do we're this here. thing. We should do this thing. And, and you know what I've written? I've got the rundown here. Mm-hmm. In huge letters, contact info. Ah, uh, yes. Because we always forget to do this. Uh, if you want to reach out to us at the Out of Practice Podcast with a com- question, complaint, concern, uh, w- how would they do it? Out of Practice
1: Podcast at gmail.com. Haven't checked it in weeks.
0: Haven't checked it in weeks. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> no one's reached out. Not to out. worry. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, also, we have a blog, which is actually being updated because Keith is doing
0: his homework. Keith,
1: where can I am they check in on the blog? It.
0: I am absolutely doing it. It's uh, outofpracticepodcast.blogspot.com. We're also on the Facebooks and the Instagrams at Out of Practice Podcast. And I'll tell you what, something on Facebook uh, that I'm doing uh, that you should definitely check out because it's kind of fun. I'm putting up uh, screenshots of every celebrity who's been on the show. So you can go and see... Uh, who was on the show before they were famous or after they were famous? Oh, amazing! I also
1: I snap five to six uh, screenshots every episode, and I haven't I've I haven't been uploading them. I've just been doing it, I guess, for my own edification. So I'm actually going to jump in and be a part of the community now.
0: Oh, look at that! Even well, if it's just us, because <laughs> you're not traveling all of the country all over the country doing a Jersey Boys show ish. Not affiliated in any way, <laughs> shape, or form with the Jersey Boys. Just going to reiterate that. Although, if you follow Mike and Deglio on Instagram, you can see a couple of clips from your rehearsals, which sound great. You're you're doing the Frankie part, right? I am, yeah, yeah, singing my literal face off. That's amazing, fantastic. Uh, well, oh you my.
1: know, sometimes if you can't beat them, join their knockoff. Or <laughs> 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 well, I guess if you can't what... if you can't join them, join the other group.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Enjoyed the knockoff. Yeah, yeah. If you can't afford the Air Jordans, get the Air Jordashes.
1: Yeah, great. Uh, Keith, one more question before we jump into the episode. Yeah. Let's say my commute to work is longer than two hours, and I've I've exhausted <laughs> the out of practice podcast. What yes. Could I? Should I be listening to?
0: Oh my god, you're such a professional podcaster because you reminded me to pimp my own thing. Yes, uh, we have debuted Wisdom of One, uh, the D&D podcast that I do with my two brothers. And uh, the uh, first episode is up on iTunes and anywhere you listen to podcasts. It's called Wisdom of One. And uh, the second episode will be coming up next week. And uh, let me tell you, they're already kicking our ass. <laughs> well, I really feel like we've gone into a, a smaller niche here. So We we are in such... well, Because not only... Do you have to have, like, watched and been interested in the practice in the 90s? You have to be not so old that you have no idea what a podcast is. Mm -hmm. Keith, but do you hear that
1: chanting? Do you hear the chanting from the people? They want the return of follow spots. So it's going to come. I'm going to keep pressuring you about it.
0: No, no. I will have no opinions on something I'm related to. (laughs) Well, we do it different this time. We're not going to critique. We're just going to
1: announce news and have interviews. That's what I think we'll do this time.
0: Oh god, interviews. No, it's so such a pain in the butt. I couldn't even get I couldn't even interview you to do an ad for this podcast for the other podcast. Mm, that's a good point. <laughs> All right, s- All episode right, 3, season 2, talk to me. All right. This episode was aired on September 27th, 1997, uh a, another Saturday airing. And if you if you're keeping track at home, which I'm sure you are, this is now the third episode of season 2 that has aired within 8 days on ABC, that it's Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday. So I don't know what they were doing, but they were either pushing it really heavily or trying to burn off the second season <laughs> already. Uh, but it was, uh, yeah, so another Saturday night. I think it's time to talk about... This Day in the Basement. So Saturday, September 27th, what were you up to, Dex? I'm so excited about this one. So Oh, do tell.
1: You'll recall a few episodes back, I believe, at our season recap of season one, I played some music from my ska band, if you recall. Yes. Well, my junior year of high school, which is where we just entered in 1997, uh, was when we started playing out the most. And I'll never forget, there was this new nightclub in town called the Sapphire Nightclub. And we had a Saturday night show, September 27th, 1997. I know because Did there exists really? there exists a cassette tape <gasps> with our picture on it and the live set that we recorded this day. And we expected maybe 20, 30 people to turn out. It was this new club in this town that like generally doesn't have a music scene. But somehow our popularity within my school and our school district at large had had exploded over the past couple months over that summer that we'd been building up and hundreds and hundreds of people turned out for the show and they were turning them away and we got it on record and i had probably top five nights of my life you know and you just kidding like those songs you hear uh like i wish i could go back jack and diane all those like nostalgic this is one of those seminal moments in my life just being from nerdy to, like, coolest of the cool overnight. It just happened. Oh, yeah. And I rode that wave all the way through my senior year. And so this was kind of the start of my only two cool years of high school. And uh, I'll never forget it. I'll never forget this day. I, def- wow. I definitely was not watching the
0: practice tonight. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fantastic. So, yeah. I mean, so so you, you've got this whole thing recorded then?
1: Mm-hmm. It's terrible and I don't have a cassette player so I don't know that I could listen to it if I wanted to but uh um, I feel like some of that should get posted don't you think? I'll see if I can find the picture at least you can post it on the blog but I I don't have a cassette player so maybe at one point I can figure it out. Somebody else.
0: well I mean look I say this to all of the, my my parents all the time these uh these cassette tapes these VHS tapes they're slowly degrading get it digitized now or you'll regret it uh yeah okay i'll I'll get on that yeah you're gonna be all like yeah whatever i don't want to know but when you're like 90 and you don't remember who you are this yeah, is you're gonna it's want
1: worth this. doing it's you know my friends and i that were in that band always talk about digitizing because we have all the stuff flyers memorabilia this that i was like we should make a big scrapbook
0: but we've yet to really yeah, do it get it on dropbox man it's not it like it's getting easier and easier to do you just need a cassette player well hundreds of miles north from when i was rocking my the dreams of my life. What uh? What were you doing? Well, I you know what I found an int- I was also doing an interesting event, although I'm you know not going to pretend like it was exactly that night. But I was going through an old scrapbook <laughs> on Dropbox, like I was just saying. Okay. And I found an old uh, clipping from the paper that reminded me of I did a uh, a benefit in Burlington for a skate park that they were trying to build. Which was a like it was very controversial. Then it was like, "Ooh, a skate park! Ooh, dangerous!" Hoodlums, uh, hoodlums, hoodlums, no less. And so there's like a there's a picture in the paper, and I'll post it on Facebook of uh, me performing Officer Krupke with the uh, the police chief of Burlington and a bunch of other of the people at the Lyric Theater, which was the uh, community theater there. That was great, and well, I'm sure I will talk about it at nauseum later. Uh, but me performing this. Uh, Officer Krupke on Rollerblades on stage uh, with a couple of my buddies, one of whom, uh, Duncan Nutter, who, if you were also a fan of reality TV show back in the 90s, he was of uh, stage moms and dads fame. I'm sure I'll have some more Duncan stories later. Anyway, uh, so uh, the other thing that happened that night, and and I, I, I say this uh cautiously saying that nobody was harmed in this this was not upsetting this was hilarious to me but the mayor of burlington dropped his pants what <laughs> in <front> of me <laughs> yeah i mean it, it sounds much more exciting than it was but we were uh so we were dressed up uh like skaters and so uh so he's like hey yeah this is how you wear sk- you know, skaters wear their pants and he drops his pants to the floor he had shorts on it was fine. Uh, but the joke was on him that we were all a bunch of musical theater nerds who had never even been in the same room as a skateboard. <laughs> it was really, really ridiculous. So there's, uh, I'll I'll post the picture from the paper of that. Uh, it, I felt like it was a really big deal, and it was not a big deal. But to be fair, the skate park exists. Partially in thanks to this nerdy musical theater kid who sang Officer Krepke on Rollerblades.
1: Uh, we absolutely need to see a picture about that. Um, And the greater skater community thanks you. I'm sure, yeah,
0: because no, <laughs> they were always so thankful in high school. <laughs> right? So, so, let's talk about the uh, trivia of the day.
1: Yes, what please. What going on in
0: 1997? Well, uh, I'll set this up as underscoring. The uh, number one song continued to be <laughs> Mariah Carey's Honey, which is not surprising since all of these happened within eight days. Uh, So uh, the top movie continued to be in and out uh, still because it was only four days later. So the trivia didn't get that much more interesting. But I'll tell you this. There's an interesting story in the Burlington Free Press. And the cover said uh, they're going to spend $100,000 for the study of a sunken boat in Lake Champlain. And uh, I did some research on it because we are the better podcast now. And uh, it was actually one of Benedict Arnold's... Gunboats from the Revolutionary War that was sunk in the Battle of Saratoga in 1777. And uh, so they found it there, the 50-foot mast still intact. And uh, they discovered while they were fighting zebra mussels, which were overtaking the uh, the lake at that point. But really cool. Like Lake Champlain, which goes all the way between New York and Vermont, from the Hudson River all the way up to Canada. Uh, there's a site of a whole mess of Revolutionary War battles, and so... It's a, it's a it's really cool. It's very deep, which is why you can get away with hiding uh, boats down there. But they never actually... I don't think they ever officially said where the boat was so the people wouldn't go down there and raid it. But right. they studied it back in the 90s.
1: Well, that really is just fascinating, Keith. What a blessing to know that <laughs> in my life.
0: Oh, my God. I see what you did there. Speaking of blessings, episode of blessings. three,
1: season Ep- two
0: you're moving me along i can the tell. blessing <laughs> you're like stop talking it's <laughs> see this is why you shouldn't do we should never record in the morning because i'm all talkative and you're like dead right we recorded at nine o'clock at night i'll be like yeah whatever you know, bobby killed the guy we're done
1: i know that's when i'm feeling it mostly <laughs> right. what's funny i have to tell you this quick story um we, oh now you're going to go into the story We kept you know like on the road in these like small cities I don't want to talk crap on them, but there's not much going on so usually you find yourself just I'm literally just walking the aisles of a Walmart um and for I, entertainment I always now I'm always drawn to the toy section just to find like toy bow and arrows and I've been studying them thinking like what what would need to take place for this to actually penetrate someone's throat Oh, good point. did you try it? Uh, no, because I'm not about to buy...
0: Did you try the, uh, the greatest, what is it, the most dangerous game in Walmart?
1: Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> anyway, I don't know, that was a stupid story to tell, so thank, you're all welcome for that. Just hashtag, we're <laughs> hashtag
0: blessed. Hashtag blessed. Hashtag enough. blessed. All right, so season two, episode three of the practice entitled The Blessing, as mentioned, was du- was written by David E. Kelly, once again, and directed by Lee Bonner. Well, Who, it could be Lee Boner. We don't know. Wait, where's my where is it? Where is it? There there it is. Ah, the first crickets of the episode. Uh
1: <laughs> it would have been much funnier if they came in right away, but you know.
0: Uh it would have been, but timing really isn't our thing. Uh it's interesting, he he didn't do a heck of a lot of directing. Um, he only uh, he only has 16 directing credits. He did some episodes of The Profiler, episode of a show uh, of, called Maloney, back in the 90s as well. Homicide, Life on the Street. But I, as we'll get into later here, I think he did a really good job with this episode. There's some really interesting shots. So I'm wondering if he was more of a, uh, 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 more of a camera guy, but not really. So, all right, well, whatever. He did a really good job. So congratulations, Lee Bonner. Double N, <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, let's get into the episode, shall we?
2: Reckless
3: endangerment. Spend time. Let's all go. Wait, home. stop right there.
0: Excuse me. I looked at. Did you see the uh, the number of the office? Two one two. I wonder if that was like a New York reference.
1: Ah, uh, interesting.
0: Yeah. There's no other reference that two one two could possibly be. No. That, well, I mean, we're from New York, so everything's about New York, and. Basically, it's just every, we assume everyone's looking at us and thinking about us. Although,
1: but. let's see, have has have television ratings changed since ninety seven? We have a TV fourteen DSV. What's the DSV? Dialogue, sex,
0: sex. violence. <laughs> that sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> it has dialogue in it. Better warn the kids. <laughs> dialogue, sex,
1: violence. <laughs> but if you're fourteen, it's cool. What if with something that
4: I did come back. With funny. Funny. Helen, Bobby.
1: This man is not just
3: a respected doctor, he's beloved in the medical community.
4: Which uh, makes his crime more offensive. If he's a role model, I have to worry about the example he sets, as well as the crime, which is murder, by the way. You're
3: never going to get a murder conviction on this. The Supreme Court even considered legalizing okay, doctors Bobby just suicide. walked into the women's restroom.
4: Ladies-
1: Again. And look at that face he's got. He knows it, and he likes it. He's like, he's owning it. And she's not particularly nonplussed. No. I'll win this. Bobby. Helen.
4: It would be inappropriate for me to hike up my skirt and bend over, but if I did, you'd see a huge bug up my-
0: Helen. Bobby. Ah, there was a suggestive dialogue right there. Ooh, Bobby is sassy so far.
4: What your guy committed was murder. Let's pay the piper time.
0: Whoa, that was... There's so much dialogue in that scene. I thought I was warned. There's so much DSV, man. So much DSV, which, interestingly, is my father's initials. Wow, we are really getting deep into it today. Oh, man. Right down to my soul. That was Pops? He's doing good. He's up there, you know, he's retired. He's, like, running around Vermont building stuff. It's fun. All right. Maybe he's going to pave that dirt road you live on. Never. No, we don't want it to get paid. Because then all the Flatlanders <laughs> All the Flatlanders will be driving up there at 40 miles an hour. It'll be dangerous. D means suggestive
1: dialogue. S sexual situations. V violence. We are right on. I was
3: right. Rebecca,
0: yeah. pack the bag, we're going to
3: trial.
5: She wouldn't take the plea?
3: Bug up arrest. Where's Lindsay?
5: In Mr. Malzone.
3: Notify the witness, call the client. One
6: o'clock, I can't believe it.
5: She turned down manslaughter.
6: I can't go to jail. My wife don't work. I got grandkids. I can't go to jail. Wait, also, wait, hold we on.
0: I have something deal, new lose, and exciting. Oh, I can't will. wait. You're going to go away for a lot longer. Here it is. Here it is. Old bookie? Cherry, uh, Charming bookie. Oh, that, that didn't go well. Mm. I'm, glad, I'm glad I did all that work. <laughs> <laughs> did you say charming bookie? Charming bookie. Okay, that works. Yeah, I mean, look, if if you if you actually, you know, watch the episode ahead of time, you'd know what I'm talking about.
1: I mean, this is, I, I am really putting myself into that driver's seat of just just thriving improvisation.
0: <laughs> Wait, so ignorance puts you in the driver's seat? Is that, is that what we're getting at? You
1: know, when I was on the road, I was really focused because I only had one screen, but now that I have three screens, uh, my brain is about to melt with how much information I'm trying to take in simultaneously. <laughs>
0: Okay. Which understand. could be helped he if you Well we didn't say who he was You're all absolutely done.
1: right I didn't mean to hit that button So many
0: buttons <laughs> This is Sam Coppola Who I believe is not One of the Coppolas I did try to look it up uh, But he did uh, Did a lot of this kind of stuff He did lots of all the law and orders He did the wire he did damages He's been, been a judge He's been you know kind of what you would expect From an older character actor um, Did some Ryan's Hope oh. Back in the 70s uh, dude's first credit was 1968, and uh, continued working all the way up to 2013. So since your due diligence included the phrase,
1: I tried to look it up, Yeah. if you had to set what percentage of probably not related to the other Coppolas, where would you set that?
0: Well, you know, I on Wikipedia, there was like a family tree, and I did not see him there. Okay. So... He he might be one of the lesser Coppola branches, but I'm I'm gonna say uh I'm gonna say I'm 70% sure he's not one of the Coppolas. Okay.
1: I feel good about that.
0: Yeah.
7: Hurt anybody.
5: Why do they want to put him in jail? They don't really. They're going after some of the higher-ups and they want Carl to help them.
4: Thanks. My husband never hurt nobody.
8: Unfortunately, they don't care about that. I got grandkids.
3: Your friend, Helen. How well do you know her? Why? Why? Because she's taking a hard line on Dr. Richards. Any other DA would plead this out, but she's pressing for at least murder, too.
5: She's a conservative DA, pretty much, but I don't know. Maybe she's mad at you over losing the last one. Man,
3: that's what I'm afraid of. Anyway, I gotta steal Eleanor.
7: Okay. No, I can jump in. My no, Jimmy was
1: trying
3: to creep yeah, in there. Thanks, Jimmy, but um, Eleanor's more up to speed on this.
7: Eugene, how'd you so like... This
1: is the second time Jimmy's getting the hard Poor no. Poor Jimmy. I know. Poor Jimmy. After he's done so much good
4: to do the mouse on case with me the bookie we lost the entrapment
5: here and best we can chip it down to is 18 months unless he agrees to turn state i can jump in this is more eugene eleanor and i were thinking united states of america
2: for oh, a two-bit bookie
5: it's all we got come on i'll cover your child molester but
2: well, he jumped bill
5: don't you start tomorrow facts are simple completely guilty we have absolutely I'll cover no your child molester it's right says. up your alley <laughs> meaning come on eugene for your country.
0: And I repeat it. Wait, wait, I, I cued this up for this is uh for Eugene.
8: This is
7: America. Don't catch your slipping though. Don't catch your slipping though. Look what I'm whipping
0: up. Yeah, so so she's just asked to uh Eugene to do the uh this is America routine again, which uh they've gone to that well. Like, what, four times so far already on the mm-hmm. show? Yep.
1: They're four for four. Effective. Four for four. Four for four. I wish the universe and at least our one dear listener could have seen us both trying to dance to that. It didn't go well.
7: <laughs> what did the defendant say it's then, It's as Mr. good as James. you would imagine. He said, nurse, when I give you an instruction, it's not your function to...
1: This witness looks familiar. Hit it. Oh, okay. Here we go. I'll do it. Stand! Lady in the witness
0: stand! Lady who looks vaguely familiar in the witness stand! Yes, she looks vaguely familiar because her name is Nancy Lanahan and she has been working steadily since 1979. Uh. Uh, she's had big arcs on Veep, My Name is Earl, and other programs. Uh, but she's, she's done a gazillion different things. Gazillion. Good for her.
7: Question it. What happened then? Well, I, I did question it and I refused to do it. I
6: don't kill my patients.
0: Objection. Hey! Oh. Who's that judge? Who's that judge? That judge is none other than the legendary Ed Asner. Yeah. Who you would know from a gazillion things. Remember? It's going to be my thing today. Gazillion. Uh... The old man in Up, when he was already a legend long after this. Uh, but most people know him from, uh, you know, that show that he was on. Was it Mary Tyler Moore? Mary Tyler Moore, yeah. Uh, and everything.
1: Judge, just playing Judge Pratt. There's Mr. Asner. Hey. There it is. Welcome. That's crazy. All right. Oh, an
0: elf? He was Santa? Yeah, elf? Santa. He's been in everything. He's... He has, and this is, he has 390 credits on IMDb.
7: He stepped in, and he turned up the morphine drip himself. 2,000 milligrams. Three hours later, she was dead.
4: Did Dr. Richards say anything when he
7: turned up the drip? He said she suffered enough, and it's time for God to take her.
4: Thank you, Miss McKenzie.
1: Ed Asner is nonplussed right
3: there. Mr.
6: Donald? The patient suffered from ovarian cancer.
3: Isn't that right, Ms. McKenzie? It was
7: morphine that killed her, not cancer.
3: Ma'am, I think we all understand that you're taking a position in this. What I would like is for you to just answer my questions without trying to be an advocate. Is that fair? Yes. Fine.
7: Except one thing. I know what you lawyers do. You're going to try to beat up on me, and I'm telling you right now, I won't take it. So proceed against me at your own risk.
1: We should know this is Bobby's first big haircut.
0: Oh, yeah. No, he's a a little... A little little tighter little trimmer it's got that jersey fade
6: i have a bladder the size of a small cashew let's cut down the nonsense <laughs> <to> <laughs> the
0: <answer. laughs> zing
3: she Jane got Jimmy person's cancer was terminal wasn't it yes and she was in considerable pain That's true, too, isn't it? Well,
7: we don't go around killing everyone in pain council. There was a man in the next room screaming over a kidney stone. Should we put him out of his misery?
1: Ma'am, that's Jane The writing has really taken a, a sharp uptick.
0: Yeah, yeah, well, it's almost like David E. Kelly, now that he knows the tone of the show a little bit more, can sort of, like, lean into it a little bit.
3: ...family sitting right there. That's her husband, her son, and her two daughters. Are you telling them that you equate her cancer with a kidney stone?
7: I didn't say that.
3: Yeah, you did, Miss McKenzie. That's exactly what you just did. I don't know if you're allowed to now, yell that's sensitivity at people you lend to your that patients, aggressively. Then let's all add to In this court. tragedy that on top of cancer, Mrs. Cruson had a nurse... Like, with- yeah,
1: like, calm down, buddy. That vein is popping.
3: Right? Zero compassion. Objection. This man did Objection. see her pain. This just man.
1: make out
6: already. Ooh, these two.
3: <laughs> Did see the difference between Objection. cancer and a
6: kidney stone. Uh, quiet. <laughs> Ms. Mackenzie, if you want to fight the dog, I have no choice but to unleash him. I suggest you answer the questions, and that's it.
0: Ah, oh, I think he just fine. likes the drama.
6: Yeah. Jane Cruson wanted to die. Did she not?
7: She suffered from dementia.
6: Now, hold on. Hmm. Do you feel that you really answered the question he just asked?
4: No, Your Honor, you hold on.
6: Whoa. I beg your pardon? Whoa. The question
4: assumed Jane Cristen's capacity to make a competent decision. The witness correctly took issue with that assumption.
6: Mr. Gavel, take your seat. I, I, I would do. not do that to the, the judge. I'm not finished yet. Indulge me. Let me save us all a lot of time. The prosecution put this delightful personality up here to establish that the victim died as a result of the defendant turning up the morphine drip. The defense doesn't dispute any of this. There really was no point in Nurse Mackenzie even testifying other than to get in her condemnation. To counter that condemnation, the defense wants to establish. I'm not
1: particularly remembering many times where a judge just comes out and explains the narrative process of what's taking place.
0: Yeah, well, it's really interesting because like, <clears throat> you don't really get a sense of like whether the judge is allowed to do that. But I remember when I was on the jury uh, a million years back, the defendant was uh, was defended by a public defender who wasn't that great, but the judge actually stepped in and sort of did this a little bit, hmm. and sort of explained what was going on and what he was trying to say, and and did more defending of the defendant than the uh, than the lawyer did in a lot of ways. So I, I, the judge I had had used this kind of latitude.
1: The only kind of the only kind of uh, expository information our judge gave was when I was uh, foreman was right before we went yeah,
0: to I, we get it you were foreman yeah, yeah. I was Did just a regular that? jury member
1: I was also uh, a <laughs> member I was very smug the uh, <laughs> right. right before we went to deliberation the judge outlined exactly which statutes we should use in order to determine the case. So he says oh, sure, despite yeah. you know all the things you've heard this isn't just what your opinion is it has to be based on these three statutes. So which I thought that right. was pretty pretty helpful
0: to guide us. Yeah and I imagine that that's a standard part of jury instruction. Yeah. It's just rare to I don't think I've ever seen it necessarily quite this blatantly during arguments
6: that the victim was terminal in severe pain and that her family sitting there requested that she be allowed to But die.
1: kudos only three episodes into the second season, we're, ta- we're just like the big tobacco. We're 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 biting off a pretty big issue here.
0: Yeah, no, I mean this whole episode obviously is going to be about assisted suicide, which back in the '90s was more controversial than it is today.
1: Somebody, somebody should have assisted this uh, the the defendant's daughter with her bang selection.
0: I. Oh, we're going to talk the about her
6: later. Doesn't dispute any of that. You see the facts being offered by this witness are a given this is all about presentation i just saved you a full day thanks and she got to make her presentation and i didn't get to make mine as if i care
4: i don't know what you're complaining about i'm the one that got hurt what how you were hostile to my chief witness. You basically discredited oh, her. She was, she was a hostile Right. Excuse me, could I speak well, to the Well, your witness judge? got to tell well, her story, and I didn't get through my full cross. The whole trial about you.
6: Hey, you see what I'm talking about? Here are my rules. We're gonna try She's this- not wrong. Bobby does make it about himself quite a bit. Always. Every time. ...case with no crap. We're gonna march into that room, and we're gonna try something new. We are going to limit this case- to this case. Whoa. He's a blowhard. Big one. We're Look, seven
3: minutes in and Ed this? is making a case for can't. best actor. So you'd rather lose? What? Best, best guess. guess. Fine, you will. Fine.
1: Best guess. Fine.
4: Fine. You're prosecuting?
3: Lucky me.
1: I will say that Eleanor has been, in the, this season thus far, has been relegated to just a quippy
0: side character. Well, and that that will also be addressed in this episode. Chris and I used to date. You've been lucky us. That's grounds for dismissal. Right. Chris, come on.
5: He's a small time
0: bookie.
9: And if he gives up the big time bookie, he goes completely free. You, well, know you know what it's not time not for. for
0: I know that lawyer from somewhere. That is Stephen Eckholt, uh, who is the guy arguing against Lindsay and Eugene in the bookie case, and uh, he's a guy who's done a lot of stuff. I know him personally from uh he plays Doug Weston on the West Wing, mm. who is the uh son-in-law of Bartlett who is a huge pain in the ass. But you might know him from he did a lot of Friends, did a show called Providence, uh a show called Grapevine, blah, blah blah blah. Did lots of LA Law, Melrose Place. He did a whole bunch of He was just sort of he was never the guy, but in the 80s and 90s he was always a guy He never played an alien on Star Trek? He never played an alien on Star Trek. It is disappointing to all of our fan who wants to hear the jingle, but it's not time yet. What are the odds of that?
1: Get it? Odds? Bookie? Case?
2: Mr. Kelton, (laughs) this isn't the guy you want. He can't give you the guy you want let's all between a rock and a hard place with a case none of us want to try kick this one and we'll owe you you'll owe me yes owe me what? a favor
9: it's
0: not the way I operate Mr. Young Hmm. one day you will
1: ooh Eugene are they gonna make out? Eugene and
0: your iffy ethics as always
1: he tried a little teeth sucking there didn't work he did
5: it didn't work, Eugene. I didn't ask you to intimidate him.
2: I didn't. Yet. Obviously. You think he's ever going to give me a case? Oh, poor Jimmy. Excuse me? Bobby. Sit Banned. around here counting paper clips. Banned. It's not like we ain't busy, Rebecca. We got about 100
9: cases. I mean, that's like 15 per lawyer.
5: And how many per paper clip?
9: Mm. You got Jimmy. I want give me a case to <laughs> run with?
5: Jimmy, Bobby knows you're a good lawyer. Right.
9: Why won't he give me a case?
5: Why don't you think about it?
1: Uh, clearly he is thinking about it, and I gotta be honest, I don't know the answer either.
10: She didn't want her body right? and her mind to go on disintegrating. She didn't want her children to see. This was a very vibrant woman, a proud...
0: Was Wait, it's time for... ...her... <laughs> sad husband who killed his wife allegedly allegedly that is michael boffshaver who happily was taran on an episode of ds9 and was alien one on tng in the same year congratulations for being on star trek on two different series and two different episodes in the same year UNNECESSARY STAR TREK REFERENCE! The line must be drawn here! This far,
1: no farther! I have a question for you, Keith. Yeah? Is
0: your brother working
1: on the new Picard series? He is not.
0: Would yeah, they when they when when they started Discovery, they basically did a completely new team of everybody, which is why it doesn't feel like Star Trek. So... Should we get hot take right Should there.
1: we get your brother to hot take each episode of the new uh Picard series when it starts up with a new riveting podcast series?
0: Well, let me tell you, I, I, the people who work on Star Trek are a little bit less excited about Star Trek <laughs> as all the rest of us. Mm. Uh, I you know, I, I would say that, uh, I, I would imagine they would say they have seen every episode. A Like, so many times, frame by frame, back, frame by frame, back, frame by frame, back. I think they're just... I think they feel like they have enough Star Trek in their life unless they're getting paid for it. So is that a no? That's definitely a hard no.
10: As her legal guardian, (laughs) you concurred. She was in pain. There was no quality to her life anymore. She was slipping in and out of comas. It was too hard on her. It was too hard on my children. And when you approached Dr.
3: Richards about... What what did he tell you?
10: He said that legally speaking that he couldn't euthanize her, that all he was permitted to do was to increase her pain medication, but that the likely consequence of that would be that she would die. And what did you say to that, sir? Sir... I said do it
1: so we she had dementia and she was in and out of consciousness so we've yet to hear directly if she had any sort of
0: say in the matter well she it has been alleged that she had dementia it was a blessing I just lawyered that so good
4: she did suffer from dementia right
10: off and on someday she'd be remarkably coherent she did she wanted to die
4: Three months prior to her death, you petitioned the court for guardianship, right? Mm. Yes. You cited as a reason she was no longer mentally competent to make decisions in her life.
10: She was a clear mind in her wish to die. I was married to her for 22 years. I would know. I would know.
4: The court did find her mentally incompetent. Isn't that correct, sir?
10: That was a legal ruling.
4: Yes, and legally, since she was, in fact, judged...
1: Are you satisfied with Jill holding whether you get canned or not in her hands?
0: Oh, yeah, no. Because well, I, I have very specific directives. It's not so much about pain. It's like, if I can't wipe myself, kill me. And even if it's like, I, like I break my leg and I will recover like just fine in two weeks, kill me.
1: Is it's all down to wiping your own ass? That's really, the, that's it?
0: Pretty much. Yeah, that's it.
1: <laughs> all right, Jill.
0: Well, there you and have everyone it. Everyone is on a need-to-know basis. <laughs> so nobody knows what's going on. Just, I'll just someday like, oh, where's Keith? Uh he couldn't make it. Oh, couldn't wipe himself. Oh, bummer.
4: Hey, all right. Incompetent. This had to be your decision to let her die. Isn't that right, sir? Yes, you spoke of your pain. Having to watch your wife deteriorate this way. No, it
1: wasn't anything about watching her deteriorate. I just was not going to wipe her ass.
4: <laughs> Would it be fair to say this? No, everyone pain else is, is fine to do it.
0: I'm not fine receiving her.
4: Have you ever been through anything more painful? No. I hate to ask this. Well, what
1: if she
0: lets you live but just never wipes your ass? Ah. Uh... Well, th- that's, that's true. I mean, like, I-, I suppose if it were a situation like a broken leg where I would eventually heal, i just, like, once, like throw me in a cave and let me, like, roll around in my own filth so nobody has to see it and then I can re-emerge as a person, a continent-wiping person mm. with a fixed leg. If only there was a skate park somewhere you could just re- wheel around in.
5: <laughs>
4: Sir, but can we really be sure you were of sound mind through all this?
1: Ooh! Looks like we got close-circuit footage of a bookie
6: Let's make it quick, I'm a busy man Twenty times on the Patriots Times two on the Steelers, Cowboys, and Dolphins Each Ten times on the Raiders
1: We're watching secret footage of the bookie That's right
9: Detective, does that videotape accurately reflect the events of December 19, 1996? It does. You placed bets with Mr. Malzone on National League football games. I did.
0: National League football games. Nice. Couldn't say NFL, mm-hmm. but apparently they could Didn't say Raiders, Malzone Dolphins, etc. Did to
2: any way to make these wagers, or did you go to him? I went to him.
8: Part National of a big League football? National League football,
0: yeah. You know, the NFL is Basically. notoriously is litigious. Yeah. I wonder how many lawyers they had to go through to like figure out that sequence. Because, like, technically, the Raiders Dolphins could be not the Miami Dolphins or the Vegas Raiders, but they couldn't say NFL. The Ve- Believe me, I've tried. I, I, I've done a lot of research on the NFL <laughs> their litigiousness. Did you just call them the Vegas Raiders? I did. I'm thinking ahead. Mr. Fish, you were You know that, right? Yeah, but well, we in 97, you know. The latter. That's true.
4: There's no point to putting the in case like. out. I know you'll be putting the law in. Trial Her
3: testimony body. will go to the facts of this case.
4: It'll be a tear-jerk fest. We all know that, with nothing relevant. Oh,
3: yeah, say that to the jury. Nothing relevant to the daughter whose mother just died of cancer.
4: That's exactly the
1: type of pandering. Now, I have a question. I mean, they should just f and
0: get you ever over talk. it.
8: talk? Do I need to? Look, <laughs> Wait, the witness has no. So what happened there? Testimony. when
0: Ed, Ed Asner went to Eleanor and said, "Do you ever talk?" <laughs> Which I feel. Is like, uh, that's how I feel about this whole series. Like, I want more Eleanor. I don't know why she doesn't get a chance to do more.
1: Yeah, it's kind of that felt a little tongue in cheek. I liked it.
4: Which goes to the issue. I'd ask you to rule here not from your heart, but your head. I'd even settle for your bladder.
6: Cute. Look, she's right. This is a reach.
0: This is a criminal case.
6: I should get some rope. Don't hang yourself with it.
0: Give a man enough rope. Give a man enough rope, and he can hang himself or not. That is a choice that he has got. He could wound up hanging down from a tree, or he could spend himself a life. That's what happened to me. Will Rogers Follies. All these
2: murder trials were getting, they started pouring in after we got
0: general... Oh, wait for that cricket sound effect. Oh, 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 sorry. Yeah, here it is. That's a self-cricket.
2: Brawn off. That made Bobby the hot lawyer in town for getting people off. Well, started with the Braun trial. So? So, it was my strategy. I had the idea for jury nullification. Same strategy he's using on this doctor trial.
1: So- How much time has passed? It feels like Jimmy just joined the office, right? Now he's talking about cases he helped on. Like, I feel like time has passed and we haven't really got a full feeling Well, for
0: we it. saw, I mean, we saw him help on all these cases. This was all in season one. I feel, that's a good question. I would imagine maybe like six months have gone by over the course of the series so far. Yeah, I mean, hundreds of
1: cases they've, or hundreds of clients they've got ongoing. Well, no, they currently <laughs> so have I shouldn't be
0: treated
2: like I'm some second-class lawyer.
5: You came here after getting fired from a bank for falsifying loan documents.
2: For this office, to help people here.
5: Last week you were arrested for picking up a hooker. For
9: which I was cleared. I was innocent. Yeah,
5: details, Jimmy. This is Boston. Half of what you are as a lawyer is what the judge and the other lawyers think of you. Jimmy, right now, they think you're a hack. Mmm. Bobby knows you're a good lawyer. You have to lay low a little longer.
1: Let the heat die down,
0: buddy. You know. Boy. rebecca D. Cricket laying down some truth.
1: I mean, it's not like you did something little, like screwing a murderess.
6: (laughs) (laughs) I run some numbers. Small time. Football boxing, I usually do good.
2: Oh, Mr. Malzone, let's cut to it. Do you work for a larger gaming organization?
6: Not really. I'm kind of retired. They allow me to work to pick up some money. Most of my clients are long-time friends. So,
2: who are the people you work for? I can't tell you that. that. Why not,
0: sir? It's not professional
2: Because bank. there's a code of loyalty. These people
6: have been loyal to me I stay loyal to them we're, we're,
2: we're family And that's why you won't reveal their identity Because of loyalty That and they'd kill me
5: <laughs> He's so cute Why can't you kick him?
0: Oh,
9: because it sends the wrong message to all the other cute bookies out there
5: You bet on football, Chris Come on
0: <sighs> That is a truly hideous okay. shirt tie oh, combo Tell you what Oh, that's strike This that's striped, doing it if you it for me.
9: to go for it What? One kiss.
8: What? Excuse me?
9: Yeah, for old time's sake. One kiss. A good Ooh. kiss. The case melts away. That's...
0: Nope. Nope. Nope.
9: That's... Nope. <laughs> nope. Pretty terrible. <laughs> Grow up. I'm serious. Lips and deal have to stay sealed, though.
0: Gross. Gross.
7: you <laughs> You'd actually kick this if I kissed you?
9: No. I'm not serious. But you actually considered it for a second I saw it in your eyes so That's a lie Why don't you just kiss me for free And Still then you don't gross. have to think of yourself so as for gross. sale
0: You are filthy and you disgusting You just think you're
7: too cool
9: don't you <laughs> I can't drop the case I've got. Don't get me wrong I'd like to see it What is up it? with your
7: office? You're going after a small-time <laughs> numbers guy Prosecuting a doctor for turning up a morphine drug
9: That's Gamble Not the office Fact They suggested she pull back on that And she refused Really? Why? You know her better than I do
5: It is my birthday.
1: Whoa! I have a huge crush on Lindsay. I should be upfront, no, honest with it. No, fair enough. Fair now. enough.
5: Yes, her forty-fifth.
1: Hey,
0: Eleanor. Happy birthday! Oh, that's right. <laughs> Finally, letting Eleanor talk. I love you. We're that seeing was about old clips. A week
8: before she died. Julie, can you tell us a little bit about... Oh, that's crazy.
0: So we're watching uh, uh, a TV monitor of of some home videos, and they paused it, and it stopped, and I thought you paused it. I was like, what do you have to say?
8: Can you talk about the last few hours?
5: Well, we had put up pictures. Large, blown-up photographs all around the room. Pictures of...
1: What is your, uh... What's what's your, like, legitimate... (laughs) 15 second take on uh, Your right to decide
0: when you die Oh I am definitely A believer that we have Autonomy over our own lives And bodies so if uh, We are Cognizant of what we are doing and we choose To uh, leave this mortal coil I believe it is our absolute right to do so And in
1: In Asking a doctor to assist you, say it goes along with that. You think?
0: Absolutely. I mean, a doctor's job is to is to help you, and you know, and to if to help you in any way that they can. And in a situation like this, like you know, if you're if you're 25 and healthy, I think that's a different. You know, a, a doctor's responsibility would be to try to help you uh, find life more tolerable. But if you're dying of cancer, I I think it absolutely should be a part of a, a doctor's duty.
5: We were little. And,
0: and so yours. I uh,
1: uh, yeah, I I agree one hundred percent. Nice. The, uh... Especially if I can't wipe my own ass.
0: Definitely. The doctor oh,
5: came in around noon, and we all had to. Uh, he wanted to make sure that we were all sure.
8: We can take a break
0: anytime you want. I think we should play a no, game I'm of. Okay. Super attractive daughter who can't really act really hot daughter
1: that is not a great actress i couldn't come up with anything new i just changed the words to what you said i, I put the finger up like i'll take this one
0: <laughs> oh i hit that one yeah, right out of the park was, oh my god there's like give me the ball give me the ball give me the ball
1: <laughs> and then it hit me right in the face and fell on the floor
0: <laughs> oh my god that was amazing Ah, well <laughs> her name is Megan Edwards, who did a bunch of stuff in the nineties, most notably Poison Ivy, the new seduction mm. that went straight to video, the fourth third or fourth in the Poison Ivy movie starring Jamie Presley and herself. Uh I, I haven't I have not viewed the film, uh, but I imagine it might be of interest.
5: After he Turned up the morphine. We knew she had about an hour left of consciousness. We all held hands. We told her how much we loved her. She told us how much she loved us. And then she faded off into sleep.
1: So I guess she wasn't having a... A a spell of dementia at that point.
5: The prosecution is trying to convict Dr.
1: Richards
8: of murder.
5: Yeah, which to me is sick. My mother had a good death. It was peaceful. I mean, she could have gone out with pain and bed sores, and instead she died without hurt. She died with her family there, loving her. And with her knowing that, it was a good death.
8: And I am so grateful.
5: And so was my mother.
0: Oh, the close-ups. Oh. So no many close ups. Hey! one oh, 888. This,
3: this brought to you Dr. by today and that should be Where Are we on <laughs> the, the Speed the water, Network. which I don't even think it still exists. We well, better make him plead. Jimmy? Everything okay?
2: Sure. I'm just sitting here doing nothing. Ooh. It's my niche. Ooh, you got Jimmy! Bye, Jimmy! Well, maybe
3: we could talk about it later.
2: Sure.
9: I can pencil later
2: into my schedule.
9: Damn!
3: Oh, boy. He's coming okay, in hot.
11: Let's go make him take the plea. The term we use for it is managed death. Does that mean you caused the death? No, it means that faced with an inevitable death, managing it to relieve suffering.
3: And in the case of Jane Cruson, that meant turning up the morphine trip. Yes. To a potentially lethal dosage. Yes.
8: And the patient consented. That's correct. As did her family? Yes. Now, did you clear this you decision with the hospital authorities? Like
0: that? No, like I did not. Oh, questioning. I'm just, I'm just so excited really? to see Eleanor Isn't Lawyer and her kind of ridiculously thing, perfect square collar, collar is back. Oh, of yeah. course it is.
11: It is also a privacy issue.
8: Even so, also you known as the think neck the hospital neck might can. have something to say on this?
11: Well, the I hate to be blunt can. to the point of sounding mm. cold, but if hospitals took time out to review every decision that was made to let a patient die the system would choke.
8: So you mean this goes on a lot?
11: 70% of all deaths in hospitals are due to decisions to let the patient die.
8: 70%? Oh.
11: Most deaths aren't that dramatic. That's
1: a very specific It's doctor
11: figure. and patient and family
8: deciding this time. 70%? And in your medical opinion, sir, it was time for Jane Cruisen?
11: No. The medical opinion was that all we could do was prolong her life with various treatments along her suffering, her personal decision, supported by her family, was that it was time. See
0: that shot right there is one of the now, reasons that I thought this director was strong. Dr. He Horton, does a shot across to deny their the juror and the morphine
11: was not meant for It to was meant to relieve juror. pain.
8: But you a really did good know shot.
11: that. The likely result, yes. But legally, I believe I stayed within bounds. And morally, when a terminal patient in severe pain asked that she be allowed to die with a modicum of decency i listen mm. and i listen to jane krewson
1: thank you okay. oh that guy he's getting his very subtle background acting not drawing focus to Great for the show, Are terrible for our...
9: at my age? Blog. That could be a death sentence. It
5: won't be a death
1: sentence.
6: True, it's
9: rude of well, them well, to I be do?
6: competent. Mrs.
5: Malzone, we have to consider the lesser of two evils.
6: What do you think, Eugene?
2: Let's roll the dice.
5: Eugene, can I speak to you in private a second?
2: Excuse us. Eugene gone rogue. Well... <laughs> But This is an ep- absurd <laughs> sort of thing to I talk, see, talk Lance, about
0: later in, in the episode. How? But like, what was your once yes, again, desperate, so desperate, the man, the man lawyer is going kind to of step in I here, it, here you and can't. like I rescue can't. the case by overruling you know you know the woman.
4: This is, this... You're
7: all and like that's just going to be a the, thing.
4: This is fun for you.
0: It doesn't age well. This is
4: about you and how deep a hole you think you can jump out of. Hey, no, you. Hey, no, you. Hey,
2: you brought me in on this. No, you. Hey,
0: no, you. Hey, try tried. I think i In fact, I know I can.
1: Are they going to make out?
0: funny
4: i had planned to cross-examine you with hey if we let you do it what's to stop all the other doctors from doing it but you said they're already doing it 70 percent of all hospital deaths
11: that's not my statistic it comes from the journal of the american medical association
4: yes and you use that statistic to say you're right where i'd use it to say i'm right this is what happens when you let doctors start killing their patients.
6: Objection. Dustain.
4: Tell me, doctor, I have a shooting homicide next week. If the defendant correctly points out that the leading cause of death in teenage boys is gunshots, should that excuse his pulling the trigger? Objection.
11: No, no, I'd like to respond to that. For you to equate what I did to a shooting homicide sickens me.
4: Well, if you're sick, please don't go to a doctor who's quick with the morphine.
0: Objection. Oh. Please take your seat, Dr. Richards. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen a witness stand impulsive. up in the box.
4: You make decisions out of impulse? Objection!
0: The cashew beckons. I'll see
6: lawyers in chambers, please.
4: He's
1: not taking any
6: of this shit. What's going on? No. What? A tech dog isn't your style, Helen. And you've looked for a fight since we started. I don't know what you're talking about. Don't feed
1: me. Me thinks Helen has some personal experience that's riling
0: her up. Something's going on.
6: That... Both of you are too loaded for bear. What am I missing?
0: Nothing from me.
6: Nothing from me?
8: Must be me. Zing. Or not.
6: Mm. Aside from the fact that your hostility is borderline contempt, it's bad lawyering. Tough to convince a jury of anything when they don't like you. Whatever's going on,
9: dial it back. Just bang. on. Thanks to that videotape, you're all eyewitnesses. You saw the defendant engage in illegal gaming activities. Usually, I stand before the jury at the end and I say, trust what I tell you. Today, I'll only ask you to trust yourselves. You saw it. Mm.
1: Tapes are damning, Keith. They are indeed. Like that image of you (laughs) playing Officer Krupke wearing inline skates.
0: (laughs) Tapes are forever. So true. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I just got a bagel delivery from my wife halfway through the podcast. Del- it is a heroic moment. A delivery of what? Got me a bagel from Astoria Bagel, the best bagel place Whoa! in
10: the whole wide world.
8: Oh,
0: <laughs> Jillian brings me absolutely nothing. Hmm. That's true. She brought you nothing, and she brought me this delicious bagel that I'm going to resist the urge to eat on Mike. Wait, you know what? <laughs> you're Actually, welcome. Actually,
1: call Jillian back for a second. I have a question for her.
0: She's not going to speak on the podcast. She is. Bring her over. No, Look, she will not. She doesn't
1: have to speak. I just will get a head nod, yes or no. I, I would like to remain married. Bring her back. <laughs> just as this, this is important. Bring her over.
0: Well, she can't hear you. Well, put
1: her. give her the headphones for a second. All
0: right, Dex has a question for you, you but you're... But but, but you, you, you don't have to speak. She's not going to say a word. She doesn't need to... But she, she's going to listen to what she says. Okay.
9: <laughs> All right, go. Okay, so Jillian, you just give me a, a head nod, yes or no. If Keith
1: had a very treatable form of meningitis, very treatable, okay? Okay. But he couldn't wipe his own ass... He was going to need assistance wiping his own ass. Would you let the doctor let him go, give him enough morphine to kill him, yes or no?
5: Wait, I, I, hold on, re- repeat the question. All right, he
1: has a one very time. treatable form of, meningitis. form of meningitis.
5: So he will recover. He could
1: recover, potentially.
5: He's prob- he'll, he'll, he'll probably, he'll probably, he might recover. Okay, okay. okay. but he but he okay. cannot
1: wipe his own ass. It has rendered his hands useless for the time being. He
5: can never, ever, okay uh no no let euthanize him because he can't wipe his ass absolutely not that's crazy
1: okay that's all i needed to know
0: given specific instructions
1: <laughs> so you guys need to have a couple conversations is all i'm saying but thank you oh wait did you just answer the office? i did all right dex all right. sorry <laughs> bye. bye dex bye all right so here on episode three season two we have we have discovered the first rift in Keith's marriage.
0: Yeah, he, apparently we have a, we have a talk. His we, his death <laughs> pact a, his death
1: pact is not as surefire as he believed. <laughs> <laughs> I also invented some sort of form of meningitis that 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 renders your hands useless.
2: But most criminal trials, the key testimony comes from the victim, uh, but they didn't put a victim on the stand here, did they? Because there is no victim. Nobody to come forward to complain I've been hurt because nobody got hurt. Oh, they'll say society suffered. It's against public policy. Gambling is against who and what we are. But that's a lie, isn't it? I mean, we love gambling. I could run down the street right now and buy a lottery ticket. Take a cab to Suffolk Downs, lace money on a horse, hop on a plane to Las Vegas, Atlantic City. Eugene Maybe Swagger is just off the charts. With the big casinos on it, Kathy Lee might even hug me. <laughs> <laughs> gambling is in the fabric of this country. Even the word itself, the man gambles. Went, this is America. You know, the Don't got
5: your slipping on. No.
2: <laughs> These are terms we use to describe heroes in this country. Heroes. This is America, and gambling is in our... Bl- Oh. Don't got
8: slipping
2: Don't got you slipping,
8: no.
2: catch you slipping no. Look what I'm whipping no. uh. What bothers me most about this trial is the blatant hypocrisy of it all because we don't just tolerate gamblers in this country, we breed them. Flip open a sports page, you'll see the morning line. Turn on the tube to watch the NFL. You got special commenta- Wait a second.
0: He just said NFL. Yeah, hey, slipped
2: up. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. It to give you the point spread, their picks, and they'll help you make that bet. And that's on a Sunday. We spend millions of dollars. No, 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 no. Make that a billion dollars advertising lottos. The government encourages you to bet. Massachusetts is in the business of gambling. They use the lottery to raise money to lower your taxes. And they're coming after him because he helped somebody put a nickel down on the Patriots. The hypocrisy. Now they're only going after Carl Malzon because they're trying to extort him to fork over somebody bigger, and the gaming charge is the only card they have
0: to play. It stinks.
2: Mm.
0: There it is, the sniffing again.
2: This man is a grandfather who's never hurt anybody, and they're trying to put him in prison. It stinks terrible, and not just because of what they're trying to do to him. But because they're trying to do it here, in this very room, a courtroom, a courtroom in the United States of America. <laughs> I don't have it cued. Oh, man, that was going to be the perfect three. <laughs> this is a forum for justice. It is- I didn't have the booze cued. <laughs> That's more prudent for our podcast. <laughs> it's not a prosecutorial tool to extort people. And if you let them do this here. What kind if you- of soundboard app do you have that?
1: You can like, only up one sound at a time.
0: Oh, no, I, 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 I mean, I have it queued. I just didn't want to press the button. Mm. Mm. I'm using... What am I using? What the heck is this thing called? It's called Soundboard. It's a... <laughs> Let them use our justice system as a weapon to oppress. Then what's it's next? It's actually really good. It's what an app next? on uh, your iPhone.
2: Oh, that lady looks incredulous. It's not what a courtroom is
0: for. Not in the United the good States. good old
1: Astoria, New York drag racing weekends have returned. Oh, my
0: God. Everywhere. I don't understand it. America. Wait, w- w- we're gonna wait for it. <laughs> this is America. Don't catch your slipping now. Don't catch your slipping now. Oh, well, best video probably of all time. It's really good. You take our
4: privileged weight. How many white patients would you say you have on the average, Dr. Richard? Opinions or, to on the average.
11: Bank. Well, maybe a hundred.
4: A hundred? And did you know Jane Cruson more or less than the other hundred?
11: Maybe a little more, but my relationship with her was fairly typical.
4: You weren't her primary physician?
11: No, I'm an oncologist.
4: Did you know what Jane Cruson did for a living?
6: Objection, I don't see the relevance in this. I have to admit, counsel, I don't either.
4: I'm trying to get a sense of how well the doctor knew his patient. He made a judgment that Jane Cruson was competent to make a pretty big decision here.
3: Legally, the decision was made by Mr. Cruson, since legally he was the appointed
6: guardian.
4: Okay, fine. How well did you know Mr. Cruson? Objection. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Did you know Mr. Cruson more or less than you knew Jane?
11: Less, obviously.
4: About how many hours in total did you spend with him? I don't know. Less than ten? Yes. Less than five?
11: I would say over the various meetings, about five hours.
0: Did you know he was in therapy?
11: No, but it doesn't surprise me,
0: considering what he was going okay. through. Okay, so, pain and all. we've said it before, we'll say it again. Therapy does not disqualify you for making informed defi- decisions. It probably qualifies you more, and the show keeps saying it, and you're wrong. I mean, so
1: lawyers, their job is to poke any hole, right? Hot yes, take.
0: his wife... Also, Discovery isn't Star Trek.
4: Yes, hot I'm take. sure that could cause some emotional havoc, couldn't it? Of
0: course.
1: And if a person... Discovery isn't Star Trek?
0: Tonally, no. It is such a... Well, I mean, the first, I have not seen the second version, and I know they made some adjustments. So it, it, the first season of a lot of Star Trek shows are terrible, and I understand that. So I will look at the second season with an open mind. But, like, the first season was just like... It was... Star Wars, Battlestar Galactica, but not really Star Trek.
4: And we're making serious decisions while in the middle of emotional instability. Objection.
11: Overruled. It was my belief that Mr. Cruson was of completely sound mind. Did
4: you ever speak with his therapist? No. So you made this determination yourself? Yes. Based on your history with him going back five
11: hours
3: objection she's doing nothing here but trying to ridicule the witness your
4: honor this is the man that fl-
1: so if i'm not mistaken keith I and mean, we'd have to do yep. some really determination but i'm gonna just go back how could
0: see. you possibly be mistaken we're never mistaken on this that's podcast. true
1: that's true we haven't run any objections lately it turns out weird um there's one I'm juror sure here that who looks very familiar i think he's been a juror habit. before please unfortunately please, please. <laughs> Which I don't and think
4: uh, usually he gets called in a lot. Decisions yeah. while in the middle of emotional instability. Objection.
11: Overruled. Yeah. It was my belief that Mr. Cruson was of completely sound mind. Did
4: you ever speak with his therapist? On. It's coming no. Up here. So you made this determination. yourself. I know it. Yes. Seems like Based we've gone back in time because we him have going back Ooh. five
2: hours. Objection. Here, She's
3: doing nothing here but trying to ridicule the witness. Right You're- there.
1: That that, that African American man has absolutely been a juror in a previous episode. I believe
0: that.
4: Honor, this is the man that flipped the switch. He's saying it was Jane Cruson's decision and her Although I husband. guess technically that How could well happen, he right? If you got called in. is certainly relevant to his ability and to you passed judge their their capacity again? for competence.
0: Yeah, but you wouldn't be called we in again for six years.
4: What did you know of Mr. Cruson's insurance situation? Nothing. Nothing. Would it surprise you to know had Jane Cruson continued to live, it would have worked a severe financial hardship on her husband?
3: Objection. Objection.
6: Overrule. Your Honor. I rule.
4: Did you ever make any attempt to examine Mr. Cruson's motives for wanting his wife to die? I didn't have to. You didn't? He says time's up and you just take his word for it. Move
1: to strike that. Overrule. Now, if he had a huge insurance policy, that's one thing, but just saying well, that he's going to be uh, in the rears for medical bills isn't, I don't know, that's a loose motive, if you ask me.
0: Well, and besides that, in our medical system, like, that's true of anyone anywhere between like halitosis and decapitation. Right, Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> you're pretty much bankrupt
6: no matter what. Nasty question, but it's a fair one. I weighed this
11: man's capacity for competence as I did with Jane, and I determined that they were able to make the decision.
4: Yes. And I suppose if a hospital were to stop and ask questions every time one family member wanted to kill another, the system would choke. No comments. I mean, how much do you time understand would you be in english i said no comments.
3: she's wound well, up. up please excuse me i won't excuse you it's basic decency you know maybe
4: you could show they
3: you.
1: lost the person they all love and you go after them like they're what? criminals
3: what
4: they criminals.
0: the fuck is they happening right
1: Why don't you go? feels like a don king enterprise over here
0: it's seriously like i was in where wwe were screaming at each other in front of the press well it was wrestlemania this past weekend what the hell? There was.
2: Are we gonna find
1: out what this tension is? Oh, he just lightly punched a box. <laughs> Take that, empty box. He he wound up and then gave it the old. Oop, a little, a little tap. I wasn't gonna let her get away with that.
8: You just made a giant sized ass out of
1: yourself with cameras clicking. Shut up! Jimmy does that every weekend.
8: I'm sorry. This may be an emotional case, Bobby, but there is nothing, nothing, to excuse what just happened out there, and nothing to excuse you talking to me like that.
0: Fuck Woo- yeah, Eleanor. HELL yeah. yeah. Thank you. I apologize. You're damn right, oh God, Bobby. You'd think it was
8: you on trial
0: here. Great moment. For oh hey, verdict!
5: Jurors coming in at ten. They deliberated forty minutes. What do you think? Who might have a chance. Eugene broke out the golden shovel.
0: I heard
8: that. How oh, you doing? Know. He's about to get up. What he'll say, who knows? He's just gone totally into orbit on this one.
3: Technically, I could argue he only acted to another great pain. shot.
8: Mm-hmm. We haven't seen the
1: cinematography. That died. That's on a crane for sure. Definitely. But
3: nobody's kidding anybody here about what's going on. We are putting a law on trial here more than a man. This is just as much about you and me as it is about him. And I don't think the district attorney will think me too out of bounds if I tell you. I knew a woman who was dying of cancer.
1: Yeah, here it is.
3: And when this cancer seeped into her brain... She couldn't even recognize her husband, her son. The doctor, it was agreed that the respirator would be turned off, should be turned off. And he wouldn't do it. It fell to the husband. And the husband, you see, he he just couldn't bring himself to do it.
1: Is this you, Bobby?
3: So he asked his son. Obviously. And the son, to spare both his dad and his mom, reached out to end their suffering. And his 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 hand started to started to shake to the point where he he couldn't even feel that it was connected to his arm.
1: So if you just do a personal monologue about your life. At the end of every case, that's all you need to do to close?
0: Yeah, didn't, uh, (laughs) that's right, completely irrelevant, wildly irrelevant, and didn't Ed Asner just say, we're sticking to the case?
3: And he remembers thinking.
1: But Bobby's acting it out. He's got his hand trembling. He is remembering he's going to a place. Oh, yeah.
3: God has his hand now.
1: Hold on, I'm not going to take a screen of that. That's... <laughs> that's happening
0: here. God has his hand now.
1: I want to Photoshop a yo-yo into that or something.
3: The hand. Oh, a teardrop. It finally did turn off the respirator.
0: So, you're like, all kidding aside, he after, did a really good job with that. His mm-hmm.
3: mother was at peace. And the son... The son was just He was just glad that the suffering was over.
1: That woman's giving you her best cry in the back.
3: He knows he did the right thing. But, uh... Also, to this day, he wishes that he had a doctor like that. My mother said sometimes sometimes the hardest thing to do is an act of kindness. My client, ladies and gentlemen, is a very kind man.
1: Mm. I'm riveted, man. This has been a good episode.
0: It's good, right? I mean... The irony here is almost every single case that they've argued this, thus far in the series has been jury nullification. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, my client did the right thing, even though the law says a different thing. Except for that Lariquette switch a ruby. Right. The
4: closing argument you just heard was wholly, totally objectionable.
0: Yeah. See? The reason
4: I didn't object is because I agree with the defense counsel. That this trial is not just about Dr. Richards; it's about all of us. Mr. Donnell had a story. I'm sure we all do. Sarah Washington Gamble, my grandmother.
1: Mm. Cause okay, of death: so, respiration. Wait, right hold so, on! Hold I on. object.
0: Wait! O- ob- objection! Objection! Er- yes. So my objection to her here, she, within 30 seconds, said your personal story is objectionable and completely irrelevant to the facts of the case. Here's Let me my tell you about personal my grandmother.
10: Story.
0: <laughs> Amazing.
4: Failure brought on by the morphine drip. She had Alzheimer's and she was suffering from both pain and dementia. And according to her, the doctors, and most of her family, she wanted to die. But she didn't. See, I was the granddaughter that spent every summer with her. The one who lived with her when I was in law school. And though she said she wanted to die, what she really felt was it was her duty. She didn't want to be a burden on her family anymore. As sure as she said she wanted death, as sure as I stand before you now, she still wanted to live.
0: And see, like it. here, I I think see, I think that's a really problem- good point. But also, I think I think that that is the good argument for the other side of that argument. But again, they're they're not arguing the case; they're arguing whether the law itself is just, which is pretty much what happens on this show the whole time which of course like that's the purpose of a show is not to you know if you're going to watch you're going to write a television program you want to debate the the merits of the law but not necessarily the case whereas in real life it would be very very nitty-gritty about the case it doesn't matter whether you think the drugs should or should not be legal did he did he or did he not possess the drugs
1: right it's also all of these these a- anecdotal stories are so subjective right like one person might jump off a bridge, and as they're falling to their death, be happy that it's over. Then the other person might be like, "Holy shit, why'd I jump? I want to live!" Like it's completely subjective as to what that person's feeling.
0: Right, and and in that case, that's that's a first-hand account. These are all secondhand. I thought that person thought. I thought right. that person wanted, et cetera, et cetera. And anyway, and at the end of the day, like that's part of the whole big thing about
1: why marriage is an, an important right for people, you know, in different couples because your partner gets to make that call for you in, in some instances. Hugely
0: important. Yeah. yeah, actually, that's 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 very true, because at this point, gay marriage was still not legal and wouldn't be legal for another almost 10 years. So they don't address it in this show, but that's a really good point. I'm sure they will get to that at some point. So
1: whether your show. lawyer thinks it should be or shouldn't be, I mean, if the... if. You had this conversation with your partner and that partner is your power of attorney and they say, let's do it. And the doctor goes along with it. It's hard to it's hard to rule against that.
4: With going down this slope is you make suicide permissible, then acceptable, then possibly in some people's minds, the right thing to do. You plant the idea with the elderly. It's selfish to hang on, to cling to life, exhausting financial resources, having to make the children look at a sick person, having to empty a bedpan. It's selfish to impose that on someone you love. She didn't have long. It's a very in the good end. argument. I it's know. It's a fair
0: argument. And and needs and, and that but needs to be addressed day. in each of these decisions, for and sure.
4: Probably another day after that one. And after that one the doctor but is it
1: murder
0: well then that's that's another thing right yeah treating it like like murder as opposed to malpractice et cetera. Et cetera. well I think we have some legal issues to work on there. I know
1: it's also like going after an abortion doctor and charging them with
4: murder
0: right he had right, no exactly. way
4: of really knowing her he had possibly a hundred patients but he was a very kind man but his act of kindness, it wasn't a blessing. It hastened the death of a person I know wanted to cling just a little longer. So
1: now that we've talked about everybody else's personal this issues, trial back is going to, to send a message. It's back to me.
4: I hope the message you send is there is a sanctity to life. Let's not send the message that suicide or assisted suicide is noble. That message may cost you dearly.
0: Keep your shit together. Together.
1: Keep your shit together.
0: It's an old-fashioned cry off. We got Bobby versus Helen. Who's gonna cry more? Silence. Will the
4: defendant please rise? Good
0: work.
1: That was an interesting the few jury beats of just murmuring started. in the courtroom afterwards. Have, not right? like a, they usually do a, start, a quick cut, but that was cool. yeah, yeah the matter let of the Commonwealth
7: sit. versus Carl on the charge of game. A
1: nice directorial choice by Mr. Boner.
7: A nice by Mr. Boner. Yes. Prohibited under Chapter 269, Section Boo. 14. We find the defendant not guilty.
0: All right, so Eugene won on This is America. The jury is <laughs> the the Once jury. again, a jury nullification. He was wow. guilty of the thing that... He was accused of, but Um, we just don't think it's cool. Ew. He just whispered, you owe me to Lindsay. And just
9: to show you, I'm a good sport.
0: Ew, again. object. Object.
10: there will be an appeal objection
1: I'd like to file an objection on the objectification of Lindsay there
5: lucky you didn't touch lip I would have brought you up
1: interesting
0: because like 10 minutes ago you were like I have a crush on her
1: I didn't I but I didn't make Go a ahead. pass at her during work
0: Council. that's true going down
8: well, that dude's gross me.
0: her ex-boyfriend is gross
8: can I ask you a question at the risk of ex-party sure
0: worst
6: case scenario I jail you
8: You know, you let a lot in that had nothing to do with this case.
6: That depends on what you thought this case was about.
8: It was supposed to be about whether or not a defendant committed a crime. Nothing more. Yeah, well,
6: you really think I should leave legislative policy up to the legislature?
8: You knew, didn't you? Bobby's mother, Gamble's grandmother. You knew.
6: All I knew was we'd have an exciting trial.
8: How would he know that?
0: I love that beat.
6: But I certainly never knew we'd have a verdict today.
0: Mm. I mean, I, I love the beat there that he orchestrated this whole thing for exactly what we were just talking about. Like, to talk about the larger law, whether it's right or not, as opposed to the specific case. And he, like, did that intentionally. In, in a, in a color we haven't seen yet.
11: Is this good? I don't
6: know. Verdict,
10: we have your honor. So, further, read it to the court, please. Commonwealth versus Dr. Henry Richards on the charge of murder in the second degree. Second degree murder, we find the defendant guilty.
0: Whoa, oh, they finally lost.
3: The ground's quick deliberation is another
6: one. The jury's work is completed. You're done, you can go. We thank you. Ask personal
3: recognizance pending appeal, Your Honor. That's it, they
6: just convicted
3: him of murder for helping
4: a baby die. 10 hours community service, no time.
0: His career's still over. But he just saved him from life in prison. She just told me no jail. Helen just bailed him out. But you're right, I hadn't thought about that. That's still the end of his career. But at least not life in prison. Finally,
9: a victory against your nullification. Way to go, Helen. Thanks. Good win, Helen. Great job. Oh,
4: yeah, get out of here.
1: She's gonna look at a picture of her mom and cry silently
0: into her office? I feel like you write this show it's her grandmother but yes exactly
1: (laughs) I always love to end I like the practice because I always end with a did I do the right thing
0: right and some like letting the terrible synths soar
1: oh nostril flare good cry I got a little crush
0: on her too if I'm being honest Fair enough. Wow. And and look at that. Right at the at the buzzer, she makes Ooh. a move for best actor. Mm. Mm. There it is. Wow. Episode season two, episode three, the blessing. Wow, swerved me. I could
1: have s I thought for sure we were gonna get a win
0: there too. Yeah, well, they finally, finally lost. Although they did get bailed out by Helen. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah. Interesting, huh? Yeah, dude, great one. All right. Well, we're going to talk about the whole episode later, but first, we have something very important to work on.
10: Most
8: valuable.
0: I, I love that every time I play that, you act out the opera singing. I do. It's, <laughs> I just keep thinking of your, your neighbors. Um, oh, my God. Most so, valuable lawyer. Most valuable lawyer here. You've got it's a really interesting, uh, interesting situ- situation because the uh, the case was lost by our heroes. Mm-hmm. You've got Eugene doing this is America.
1: I think I, I think I think I'll stop you there because I think Eugene once again, even though he's sort of a d a d bag in his uh, treatment of Lindsay here, he had the right instincts. He operated on those instincts. He used jury nullification again and uh he brought it home i got i got eugene won
0: yeah he did now i i am going to go in the opposite direction and i think it's helen i think it's helen gamble mm. um even though i was on the opposite side of her case i thought she argued it it very very well elegantly uh made the appropriate points and uh not only did she win but then she also you know, mitigated it a little bit so there was a little bit more justice to it. She made her point without sending the guy to prison for, for life. So I think both in terms of her effectiveness, even though I disagreed with her, and her judgment, uh, I think uh, I've, i got to give it to Helen. Helen's uh, the first-time most viable lawyer for me. Good to enjoy your half a point.
1: Okay. Uh,
0: so, I, I will, uh, uh, <laughs> she, uh... She told me she's not going to do a speech this time. Okay. Well, uh, maybe next time. But that's great. So uh, now, you don't know about this, but we have something new to think about. Already famous because you've been on TV, getting a Your first entry on your IMDb. Way to go, and you're the best guest actor. You are the best guest actor. You are the best guest actor on the episode.
1: Wow! Somebody ate their Wheaties
0: that morning. New, (laughs) yesterday morning. (laughs) Yes, we have our new segment jingle. We added the segment last episode. We want to award a best guest actor because there are so many of them and they're so great, and we don't want them competing with our regular folks here. Well, so I
1: think I think we'll jump in. Maybe I'm gonna award mine to Ed Asner. he brought the comedy, he brought some smugness, he he puppet mastered this whole thing to present a uh, a moral quandary to the public at large, which was at least in this small way uh, answered and discussed. So I'm going to say Ed Asner
0: for me. Well, I, yeah, I, yes, everything you just said, obviously it's Ed Asner. He did such a great job. Um, well, you know, he's, he's Ed Asner he, Ed Asner'd the crap out of the place I'm just going to say Ed Asner one more time Just because it's fun Ed Asner Congratulations on the one award you didn't want to win <laughs> Which <laughs> leaves us You killed your podiatrist Or blew the case But, but you, you let a single, single, single tear run down Literally this your time You're the best actor of Show. so we had not one but two literal single tears rolling down the face this episode tough call what what, what you uh, what you gonna go with there uh, dex
1: wow there's so many good performances this episode but i think man even even uh eleanor had some great moments everybody yeah. has some great moments <laughs> it's
2: a good episode Although I think that you know
0: what? Make a call. This is really important. You I must that, make a call. I think the
1: final tear in that little moment about grandma and that moral conflict really brings it home for me. Thank think Helen Gamble
0: for me. Laura Flynn Boyle. Laura Flynn congratulations. Boyle. Yeah, and, and I I feel like both contestants in the Great American Cryoff did an excellent job. And I you know, I, I think in another situation, I probably would agree with you and give it to Lara Flynn Boyle. But because uh, I feel like Dylan McDermott was, has been so close so many times and has not achieved it. He's the Angela Lansbury, Susan Lucci of most valuable actors on the show so far. And it's his so, show. It's his show. And it's his show. So I'm going to give it to Dylan McDermott. So Dylan McDermott, Helen, uh, not Helen Gamble, Laura Flynn Boyle. Congratulations on splitting a fake award. Hooray. Okay. Which leaves us with only one more thing to do. The most important thing. The thing that changes everyone's lives. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time to announce how many spare tires this episode gets. All right, so what did you think about The Blessing?
1: Uh, I I loved the... The A case, I thought the B case is almost a waste. Um we gave us some moments, but it didn't really add anything. Uh however, performances across the board were spectacular. I was riveted. It was a nice swerve at the end. We finally got a loss and it was kind of a I thought they parsed each side of this uh of issue fairly well. I mean, obviously it's broad strokes, but that's all you can really do in at one hour dramedy. Forty two
0: minutes. Yeah.
1: Um I'm going to give it 8.0 tires. I thought it was a really solid episode.
0: 8.0 tires. Wow, pretty good. Yeah, I I I agree with you. Um I a story I thought was was excellent. There're times where I felt the drama was a little forced. Yeah. Um you know, even with the reveal of the personal connection to it, it it was just a little bit it it, it punched the empty box a little bit. Um <laughs> But that said, it was it was still well done. I think you're right, they articulated the uh, the alternate sides of that argument really well. Um yeah, the the, the B story was sort of filler, it felt like. I, I didn't like uh Eugene coming in and like man rescuing that situation, mm-hmm. especially with an argument that we've now seen, what, three or four times. Yep. Um so I, I felt like that story could have used some development there. Um But there's and there, but they're obviously like laying a lot of groundwork. Like Kissy Magoo is probably going to come back and be gross. Jimmy's arc is clearly ramping up. He's fighting to get a, uh, to get a case, which will be really interesting to see how that plays out. Um, yeah. So I think, I think I'm going to give it a 7.5, a very, like a very solid. I don't think it's a quite eight yet but i thought it was a very solid episode i guess so we averaged to about uh, a 7.75 wow way to math man hey man it's what i do it's not at all (laughs) what i do but it's what i attempted to do there (laughs) (laughs) all right well hey look you have gotten your way through another episode of the out of practice podcast uh please do uh go on to your uh, apple podcast leave us a a rating and a review. like that would really, really help us because we'd love to have more than listener.
1: We will read it. You could also write us an email and tell us how much you loathe us at out of practice fun. podcast at gmail dot com
0: or check out, out our podcast. Check uh, out. I was our, trying to. I trying to help you out of <laughs> out of practice podcast at gmail dot com. Thank you. Or check out our blog at out of practice
1: <laughs> dot or check out Keith's other podcast,
0: something Wisdom something one. <laughs> something of something i deserve that <laughs> you know uh, that other podcast where nerds talk and then get outside and enjoy this spring everybody really enjoy it and do your taxes yeah. for the love of god oh god do your taxes and uh we'll be back next week with an episode called dog bite Apropos? I don't know why. I don't know how, but. (laughs) Wait, (laughs) explain
1: how that's appropriate. Give us a week to figure out how it's apropos. (laughs) But in the meantime, set phasers to fun. I, I don't know if I can do crickets over the, but cricket, chirp, chirp, chirp. And then now let's blast those with some laser sounds.
0: Laser sounds. What is Wisdom of One? Wisdom of One is the story of me, the brave and powerful hero Skankross7 and counting. Wisdom of One, there's like all these crazy adventures that we go on. It
1: always has something new. (laughs)
0: This podcast has many, many personality disorders in evidence. See if you can spot them all. The one telling the story is shockingly repressed. It's yet another Dungeons and Dragons comedy podcast interrupted by long stretches of grunting from Dagon and pointless NPC nonsense you should skip through. Sometimes it's just more fun than real life, I guess. So find us on your podcatcher of choice. Give us a listen, rate and review us. We need your help there for sure. Wisdom of One. Failure is a way of life.
8: Of 20, wisdom on-